great future. We're talking real money. If you're hungry for some information, you've come to the right place, particularly if you're hungry for information on money and how to deal with it and how to understand it and how to make more of it and how to avoid being ripped off and 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 all of that stuff. So if you're just starving for the right information on how to really invest. Now, of course, a lot of people disagree with us because they're pitching things that are they're good for them, but probably not as good for you. Uh, we're going to talk about things that are really good for you, like a nice buffet. Oh, yes, folks, I know you've been chomping at the bit. You're starving, starving for some great financial information. And, well, thankfully, you have found the right podcast. This is the place where those hungry for the truth about money can find it. They can pull a chair up to the table of excellent information and simplified, positive help that all of us need when it comes to dealing with money. So uh, you don't, you don't, you don't need the buffet. You're just going to get the right personalized serving for your oh buffet. Oh, Buffett. You don't need the Buffett war. Oh, t- you're talking about war. Are we talking yeah, about Warren I, Buffett I, I know today, my Tom? writing, my writing is poor, but I thought you'd read that. I know the writers uh, are out, but I thought well, we'd get through this I anyway. Generally don't read the show anyway. That's so. true. That's a good point. You what don't. do you think I'm going to change now? <laughs> Getting kind of old. Hi, Don here. Tom there. Going to talk about, let's talk about Warren Buffett a little bit. He is apparently, as he's, he's going to be the savior of the financial market, right? He is, according to the headlines end of the survey, the headline says, Buffett will beat the market as recession looms. And this comes from a survey of, uh, uh, professional investors and retail investors who believe uh, more than half of them are confident that the Berkshire Hathaway company will return more than the S&P 500 over the next five years because we're heading into a recession because Wait a Buffet minute. has defensive stocks. He's a value investor and he is a master of picking stocks through rough patches. They Pardon said me, uh, they said a recession looms. It looms. It's. I can uh, see. How do it right they know there. it's not just weaving its way toward us? I can see it. It's. Oh, you're really. Uh, you don't uh, need uh, the writers, uh, man. Uh, you got the uh, buffet. You got the loom. You got the everything. You're really on. Yeah. Um, this is a fascinating belief uh, that, that 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 they also believe his legacy will be buying stocks for less than what they're worth. Wouldn't we all like to have that be our legacy? Wouldn't any value investor like to be remembered that way? So yeah, this is a new survey. It's out again. More than half think, yeah, Warren Buffett will help you through the recession. Not only help you, help you beat the Standard and Poor's 500 the next five years. And by the way, Mr. Buffett is just back from a trip to Japan where they asked him, well, so you're going to invest more in Japan? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, well, and they have $130 billion to spend. Get here's the thing. How old is Warren now? Well, I was just, that was one of my points is, uh, I hate to say it, but... <laughs> He's getting kind of old. Uh, five well, years may be a long time. He's ninety-two. So holy, I holy yeah, I don't, cow! Yeah, he and Charlie are then both about the same age. I think Charlie's even a few years older. Okay, Munger, let's, yeah. One. Let's 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 separate the wheat from the chaff before we start to grind the wheat into flour or whatever the we analogy got a buffet is. To feed here, yeah, yeah, because we got to make mm. bread for the buffet. One, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger managed Berkshire Hathaway as a business, not as an investment vehicle. It is not a mutual fund. It is actually a stock in a company 
you you buy stock in a company that buys other companies like a venture capital firm, except this one is one that looks for undervalued companies with undervalued assets and the potential for growth. You've got two very bright people with thousands of really, really, really bright analysts looking at all these numbers, something you as an individual can't do. And Warren will tell you, one, he's not going to be able to do it for much longer. And two, he doesn't even advise to invest this way. Yeah, let me read you a couple of quotes. These uh, come from Think, Act, and Invest like Warren Buffett, book written a number of years ago by our friend Larry Swedro. Swedro's got some great quotes here from the Oracle of Omaha, who says, here's a favorite one, by periodically investing in an index fund, the know-nothing investor can actually outperform most investment professionals. And you may remember himself. You may remember he has told his uh, his expected widow that she should put it all in the Standard Poor's 500. He adds, here's another quote from uh, the guy that people are saying, give me, give, give the money to Warren because he'll beat the market. So many investors, brokers, and money managers hate to admit it, but the best place for the average retail investor to put his or her money is in index funds. Then he turns his attention to people that are predicting the future, which these professional investors are. <laughs> I love this quote. We have long felt that the only value of stock forecasters is to make fortune tellers look good, um, which is a wonderful quote. And then he adds, he adds a prediction about the direction of the stock market, a prediction about the direction of the stock market tells you nothing about where stocks are headed, but a whole lot about the person doing the predicting. Boy, if that isn't true, I don't know what is. So Warren himself is saying, don't look to me for what the future is looking like. Don't look to me for active management that's going to beat the market. Use index funds. Be smart. Know you have a plan. All the things we talk about and uh, ignore this nonsense about what is likely to happen into the future. And do you know one of the reasons why Berkshire Hathaway's returns recently have been so good? They, they, were, they were pretty good even last year uh, compared to the other parts of the market. Because he concentrates his assets in some companies, individual companies. And let me just give you an interesting example. As of December 31st, remember, they don't have to report their holdings because they're a a stock. So they don't have to report them uh, except literally at the end of the year. I think quarterly. So as of the end of the year, they had 40% of the entire ownership, the assets of Berkshire Hathaway in, in one Apple. company. Apple. Apple. I knew that. That was a no-brainer. Absolutely yeah. Apple. What's number two? Oh, wow. Uh, C's candy. No, I don't no, I the know. Number, number two. Number two is number two. They've done very well because they've been paying us up until now 0.01% on our on our Which savings. bank is that? Yeah. Which bank? No, which bank pays us us you and me 0.01% on our savings. Is that Bank of America? Bank of America is number yeah. 2. Okay. Yeah. Right. Chevron, Coke, American Craft. You know, uh, there's no trick to this. I do want to no- add no, there's no trick. I do want to add one caveat. Part of your portfolio should be dedicated to value companies, the type that Warren has done a good job of finding, investing Mm -hmm. in, and managing it. You can do this by owning, for example, the Vanguard Value Fund 
or you can own some of the other products that we talk about on the program. I think Avantis does a wonderful job with their exposure to value companies. That said, as I hope you know, they're not picking them. They got criteria that there's a reason to go in the portfolio, but they are not telling you that Apple, which could hardly be considered a value company after the run-up it's had again this year, uh, is going to do any better than any other one. They don't know that. They're simply buying them as a group. So value should be there, but I would not turn my money over to Warren Buffett at all to do better than the market. And I just found an interesting little factoid, because it's a factoid. It's just a tiny one. Because uh, I'd never really looked at their portfolio all the way down the list. I've rarely gone to the bottom of the list. They have a couple of interesting holdings near the bottom of their list of holdings. Seize candy. No. Oh. The the Vanguard 500 Index ETF. Oh, that's great. I didn't know they owned that. They And the Spider 500 ETF. I don't know why they don't just put the whole $180 billion in yeah. those two and get on with it, but that's just my take. So they look lazy, but you're going to make money. They Well, actually, you know, you, when you look at their long-term returns, depending on the period you're looking at, they come very close to just the index. They, they perform so closely with the index, sometimes a little below, sometimes a little, little above, taking – but that's – why not just buy the index and, and make you don't life get, easier? But you don't get the newsletter and you don't get to have a meeting with Warren in Omaha. Right. Who doesn't want to go to Omaha every How spring? Come on. He, he buys the whole thing and then you pay a little bit of extra <laughs> money to go. Or maybe instead you just invest and throw yourself a party and pay less. And pretend you're in Omaha. I mean, you could come up with things like tornadoes. Really? Of all the, of well, all the places you want to go I'm for a saying, big party, where just, it is, I, where I'm not does, making fun of it because somebody does, will write me. Where does Omaha rank on the list of tourist it's, attractions? It's, it's, it's fairly down. I don't know what else you go to see other than Warren Buffett there. So really, hmm, no offense. All right. Do you have any questions? I got a couple of questions uh, that are both related to HSAs. Oh, my gosh. Health savings accounts. Uh, This one comes from Robin in St. John's, Michigan. Robin writes, do you recommend trying to avoid withdrawal from HSA? All but $1,000 of my HSA is invested in a Vanguard target date retirement fund. I have accumulated some expenses that I could claim, but does it make sense to hold those receipts for 25 years and make the withdrawal for those expenses in retirement? I do not see a lot published on on it being a recommended strategy. Seems very beneficial, et cetera, et cetera. What am I missing? Okay. A couple of things to keep in mind with health savings accounts. First of all, you cannot take them out before 59 and a half without paying a penalty. Well, but you can buy things with them. Yes, you can. Medical things. You can for medical expenses. Yes. Part two, you cannot take your HSA and roll it into an IRA. I was under the mistaken belief a few years ago that you could do that. Can't do that. After age 65, you can use them for anything, but then they are taxed at regular income tax rates. But at any moment, you can take them out to pay medical expenses. So should you let them ride for a long period of time? Maybe, because maybe as you get older, you got more medical expenses. You can take those out without paying tax on them, correct? Yeah. Oh, but you know what? We don't know which is going to be the right way to go. Exactly. That's the exact because it depends. We don't know what the future is going to look like. It's an it's an it's de- it depends. But and you may yeah. be able to use them to buy that too. It depends, but that's a whole other thing. 
May I may I interject before the next question? Absolutely. I want to apologize to everyone in beautiful Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> because I just pulled this up, and according to TripAdvisor, at least as of 2018, Omaha was ranked among the top ten travel destinations for in what? the United States what, of America. For what? What are we going to go see? Uh, citing the the accommodations, restaurants, and attractions. What what are the uh, attractions? No offense to Omaha, but now I, you're going to make me. No, you're going to come just, up with those before the end the of the list? show. No, you're going to come up with at least a one attraction. Where other is than, Kapa Hawaii? K A P A A. That could be on any island. That's a okay. A that's number name. one. I don't know which island. Number that is. two, and I know why number two is number two, or why it was in 2018. <laughs> we're 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 definitely veering here, but okay. Yeah. Why was why was well? This is money. Why was this city? Here you go. Why was this city rated the number two travel destination in 2018, a year in which my wife and I actually visited this city? Ladies and gentlemen, New number York. two, Waco, Texas. Oh, come on. Why? Do you know why? I, I hope it's not, has something not to do with the, with the, the federal government. No, it has there. to do with HGTV and the show's. By the uh, by, the folks who uh, are, have started the Magnolia Network now on Discovery Plus, oh, the Lord. Gaines family, really? the, really? the Fixer Upper family, they have okay. a big store, and so yeah, people Waco. actually go to Waco for that. Yep, we did. Okay. My wife I'm, wanted to see the Magnolia Market. Okay, good for her. Uh, by the way, uh, Kapow, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that's on the island of Kauai, which Kauai, is nice. a wonderful place. Wilmington, okay. North Carolina, okay. Bend, Oregon. Lovely place, sure. Boulder, Colorado. Lovely place as well, yeah. Paso Robles, California. Okay. Richmond, Virginia. What, you want to see the end of the Civil War or something? I guess. Okay. Historical. Uh, yeah. Greenville, South Carolina. They do not say Greenville. It is Greenville, oh, South I didn't know Carolina. That. Thank you for informing You're welcome. us. Yeah. Yeah, used to be on a radio station there. Went to, did a live broadcast from really? Greenville years ago. No, Green, yeah. Green, Greenville. 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 Yeah. Greenville. Okay. Yeah. Greenville. Greenville. It's Greenville. 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 Yeah. Got it. Omaha, Nebraska, number nine. Okay. You never came up with one attraction in Omaha other and, than Warren Buffett's <laughs> annual meeting. And they actually beat out Lexington, Kentucky, which at least has. The it's Kentucky horse race. Derby. Yeah, something. Okay, you, uh, before okay, we go to the on. next question, hold I want on. No, one attraction. Not yet. I got, all right, what? You, you'll get it after the question. Okay, next question comes from Zach. Yeah. In, how about looking up this city, Pinkerton, Ohio? Where does that rank on the list? It doesn't. Um, it's not there. <laughs> he says, Zach says, I'm a new listener. Enjoy listening to your podcast. I have a question about a couple of investing options I have available in my HSA that appear similar to the do-it-yourself options on your website. The available funds I have in my HSA are the Vanguard Total Market Stock, right? And the mm -hmm. Vanguard Total Bond. Can okay. you tell me the difference between these options and the two available on your website? Are they good options? Not much they're, difference. Yeah, I think we offer the Vanguard very Total. good options. Yeah, we, well, I think the, the VITSX, I could be wrong, but that does that, is that Total World or is that just US? VITSX. I, I don't know. You're looking it up? I have to always look these up because I can never remember. They got so many doggone tickers. That is the total stock market fund. Uh, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah, that's that's the total stock market. Is that total U.S. or total internet? Uh, total that's US? just, I believe that's just U.S. I think it is. Yeah, I think you're yes. right. 
Yeah, total index. It's so there, that's US. a good fund, but that's uh, and then the total bond, sure. But you're uh, missing the, international. Yeah, so if they have international, I would definitely add that in. Um, and then you just have to decide, Zach, between how much in the stocks and how much in bonds. And HSA, as you know, it, it should be there, I think, for an emergency medical situation because you can take all the money out and pay the medical bills. That'd be a good place if you had something that came up and you were unexpected. That's why you should have some of it in the bond fund, uh, in my mind. So maybe half and half. I don't know how old you are. I don't know anything about your health. But maybe half between, as Don correctly points out, the total U.S. stock market and total international, and then the other half in the bond, because you do want to uh, have stability for times of need. So I, I think that's a reasonable approach. But yeah, those are good funds. In fact, I'd say great funds for an HSA. Ready to go to Omaha? Holding my breath. Okay, first. Yeah. Well, you should visit the First National Spirit of Nebraska Wilderness and Pioneer Courage Park. Actually, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, then there's the Gene Leahy Mall. It's, it looks like a park to me. Charles Schwab Field. Whoa, he's got his own field there? Charles Schwab has his own field. How about the Jocelyn Art Museum? All right. Fair the Omaha Children's Museum, or take a, for that, but yeah. take a stroll across the Bob Carey Pedestrian Bridge. He was a football coach there or something? No, he was Bob Carey. Oh, the, he was a uh, he was senator. A senator. Pardon yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the, the Lordson Gardens, Omaha's botanical center looks mm-hmm. lovely. Okay. Then you have the Old Market right downtown. The Old Market. Oh, and this looks absolutely beautiful. The Durham Museum. Which is? A museum named after somebody named Durham. <laughs> You're very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful uh, art. Okay. Beautiful architecture blends with memories of a uh, time gone by at the historic Durham Museum, opened in 1931. Oh, it's Union Station. Ah. Uh, it's the beautiful. old Union Pacific sure, building. Why not? Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. It's a gorgeous. Okay. They built nice train stations back then. And finally, the number one attraction in yes. all of Omaha. Mm-hmm. A place the livestock where yard. Really, you, you, you might even be able to take up residence yeah. at the Henry Dooley Zoo. <laughs> yes, I would be incarcerated there, I'm sure. Now, what this kind of I, this is from TripAdvisor. Now, here's what's kind of interesting: they 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 list the can't miss spots to dine, and one of them right on the front page is the Kobe Steakhouse. Isn't that like a chain? I think it's a chain. <laughs> I think we have one right across Wait, the street I want to go to the place where Warren goes every night, strolls over and gets his ice cream. That's where I want to go. Uh, Isn't that a place? I, I don't think it is. Know. I think it is. All Maybe right. you can listen to his conversations and overhear him picking the next apple or something. Let's find out where Buffett gets his ice cream. I think that's critical to my visit to Omaha, which probably going to be required after what I said about them. So. Sorry, I, I don't see his. I don't see his oh, ice cream. Not place coming here. up. Okay, I know. No. He, I think his he says diet he though. He's ninety-two years old. Every he's day, ninety-two years old. Get the. I don't know why I'm continuing to ramble on this. You guys can leave anytime you want. Remember, it's a podcast. You can just turn the darn thing off if you don't like what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm coming uh, soon. He's ninety-two years old, and what does he eat? I think he still drinks Coca-Cola and eats ice cream, right? Oh, he eats ice cream at Dairy Queen because he owns it. Ah, there's you were. Okay, yeah. Sorry, okay. you're going to be on your own there. But he okay. has McDonald's for breakfast. Lord, he drinks five cans of Coke every day. Ah, he <laughs> he loves 
cookies and chocolate. And he's he said, I've gotten to 92 with the habits of a six-year-old. So far, it's working. Charlie's 99, and he doesn't eat any better than I do. <laughs> so there's hope for us, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he said, if somebody told me I'd live an extra year if I ate nothing but broccoli, I would say, Bye. take that year off my life and let me eat what I like. <laughs> I, he's got, there's something to that, by the way. So yeah, That is okay. so funny. Mm. He loves hot dogs and hot fudge sundaes. That's what it says on his Tinder uh, page. Loves. Uh, <laughs> wait, he has a Tinder page? No, I made that part up. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. She, What's going no, on here? He's got Mrs. I thought so, but I'm not going to judge. I mean, he's, you know, <laughs> multi billionaire. He wanted to I do what he just, wants. So. I mean, you know, yeah, okay. I'm done. You done? <laughs> I'm t- I think we ended this some time ago, but the computer kept recording. So, yeah. yes. So you just kind of got random musings of Tom and Don for the <laughs> remainder of the podcast. Uh, go to TalkingRealMoney.com. You'll find cool stuff there, even a class we're doing in May. So come attend. There we go. I'm Tom. I'm Tom. See? <laughs> uh, you know, they say, they say, they say, I must need more ice cream. Because they say that as bowl. you get older, the frontal lobe is the first thing to go. Ugh. And uh, Buffett's a patient. Uh, his is apparently working better than mine. And and I, although I did have a quarter pounder today, so I mm. think I'm feeling better. We're gone. We're out of here because we're going to be back again soon talking real money. Bye. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.